good day, New Source One Michiana. This is Sylvia, your New Source One Michiana director, as well as Ingrain manager for Michiana 101. Hope you got a chance to enjoy the nice sunshine on this week. Throughout the week, there was some rain and some storms that touched down bases throughout Michiana as well as other states. There has been some tornadoes and a lot of craziness is happening. For today's Michiana 101, it will feature two stories that are difficult to talk about, difficult to hear, involving young women, one person who I know personally. We'll also be hearing a a flu, a flu, a few songs remembering the life of Tony Bennett, who passed away at the age of 96 at the age of 96. He was a well-known singer. He was a popular singer. He was believed to be a favorite of legendary Frank Sinatra. You will also hear of some events that are happening in and around the local area of other churches, as well as the Bachelor School events as we are approaching Bachelor School for the kids here in Michiana and surrounding areas. There are a few schools in Indiana who are going back as early as next week, and they function on a year-round schedule, which means they go for about nine weeks, they're off for two or three weeks, and they start up again. And that is what's happening. There is so much activities going on during the month of July, ending out July as well as August. Hope you enjoy some of the fun events that are happening in and around the local area. Be sure to chime in or attend some of these back-to-school events so you can get your kid ready for the first day of school. Or maybe you are a college student who maybe knows of a kid who is struggling. You need to get ready for school. There's a lot that's happening in the community for help with schools, supplies, haircuts, and everything that's free of charge. Maybe you're somebody that wants to have a great turnout of how the end summer for school starts and there is many events that are happening there's a lot that's happening in the world today but sometimes we need to take a break and have some fun no matter what sadness we're facing you also be hearing different ways that we can pray today as a devotional praying is something that this world needs more than anything we can pray for difficult things our family friends we can pray for the people we don't know. We can pray for people we do know and the struggles that they're going through with ever negligence that they do, or even if they counter national attention on the news, you can pray for that in their families. It is sometimes difficult as Christ followers to be in prayer for the people who hurt us or have hurt others and you know them personally. How do you go on and live your life? What do you do? It is a struggle. I hope you find something encouraging out of today. You may feel some sadness, some hurt on today's broadcast. But I hope you find something enjoyable out of it. Take care. Good day, New Church of Michigan. For today's devotional, 
God, not taking thought. We're going to look at prayer. Different ways that we can pray. We're going to kick it off with the prayer that Jesus prayed. And he said, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts. And also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. There, that is a traditional prayer that's prayed in the Bible. And that's the first prayer that most people know, but it's said in different ways. And it continues. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your, heavenly, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount, which is chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew. He starts off with the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. That you can pray the Beatitudes as a way to praise God and the people around you. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. He starts out, blessed are those who, and then what's going to happen if they're blessed? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Sometimes we need to pray for our enemies, as it says in Matthew six forty-three. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I will tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. These are just some simple prayers that you can pray. You can pray for your enemy. <clears throat> we all have an enemy, someone that does not like us. Maybe there's someone you just need to forgive. Maybe you want to play for the people who are hurting, people who are poor in spirit, and for the peacemakers, those who are persecuted because of the righteousness. Maybe... Maybe you need to pray for the ones who hunger and thirst. There's a lot of ways to pray. We're going to all take a look at the five-finger prayer. The five-finger prayer is a prayer that you can pray for different things. And that's using your hand. Your thumb reminds us to pray for those closest to you. And those are your family and friends. Your pointer finger, also my index finger. <clears throat> Remind us we have to pray for those who point you in the right direction, such as your teachers and other leaders in your life. And we pray for wisdom and support. Your middle finger, which is your tallest, pray for those that lead us. That would be the people in government, people in business, church leadership, and we also pray for guidance and wisdom. Our ring finger is our weakest finger. We pray for those who are poor sick and pain, in trouble, those most in need, and that could be anybody. There are a lot of people who are struggling in this world who need our prayers. There are people who go through hardships, but they're looked down on because of who they are, what they look like, but they're also struggling with whatever, whatever task it may be. They could be in so much pain that we don't know. <clears throat> We can use the weakest people are people who are poor. People who are poor are not necessarily considered the weakest. Sometimes people 
don't have the necessities of life. People in our third world countries don't have the basic that we have in America. And so they're doing everything they can. And finally, our smallest finger, pray for yourself and your needs. <clears throat> we also gotta remember that ourselves needs prayer. There is no right or wrong way to pray. Long as you pray. There's also a prayer called the Acts Prayer. Application, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. We start off with adoration or application, means we're thanking God for the positivities in our life, thanking Him for who we are, thanking Him for making us alive in Him. Our confession, we pray for our sins and we confess our sins. And we ask for forgiveness. We always, maybe, we just want to check the expert. Thanksgiving, we pray for thanking God for your life and all that stuff. And so, Supplication is presenting our request to God, who we're praying for, that we give it over to Him. Adoration is praising God for who He is. Every once in a while, adoration and thanksgiving can get mixed up, but we praise God for who He is, thanking God, praising Him. That is an axe model of prayer. There are different ways to pray, but there is no wrong way to pray. You can pray quietly. You can pray out loud. We come into society where we need to pray for everyone around us. The people are hurting. People are really struggling. And it has been on the rise for a while. But it seems like since 2020, when the world was shut down, everybody has just lost it. They don't know who to turn to. They're struggling to get back on their feet. People don't want to work anymore. They don't feel that they need to work. They don't feel that they just feel isolated. We've also got young people who are struggling, who are taking their own lives at a young age. We have young people who are sick, who are struggling. We have adults who have mental illnesses. Kids have mental illnesses too, but we don't see it. We look for disabilities in physical form but there are other disabilities that are unseen. So there's a lot of ways that we can pray. We have so much crazy going on in this world that we need to take time to pray. Sometimes we need to pray for life to get back to normal if we're struggling in that area. Life is never gonna get back to normal. Before 2020, we lived the world where you could just have the freedom that you wanted. Maybe you could work in all places. And then a national pandemic hit. And then everyone is trying to figure out how do we go back to being normal? There is nothing new about it. How do we go back to being normal? That was a question a lot of people figured out. They, did, they didn't know what to do. They did not know what they could turn to. So they turned to God. We got ones who are struggling to know God. We can pray for this world. You can pray any way you want. 
some people are afraid to pray because they're afraid they're not praying right. One unique thing I did on my way to work is I take time to pray. And it's praying for whatever prayer requests come up throughout the day. There's so much prayer out there. So many people are hurting and struggling. Sometimes people are asking prayer for their family and friends, but they don't know who to go. They ask for prayer, but they're not in it. Their heart is not with Jesus. So something need to take a step back. As you're going on about your day today and further, take time to pray for somebody close to you. Maybe you need to pray for that homeless person you see on the streets. Maybe you want to pray for the cashier that you run into. Maybe you want to pray for your coworker. You can pray for anything and everything. Sometimes, as I'm looking at the TV, they just said that there was the 11th year anniversary of the cinema shooting in Aurora, Colorado. Somebody just went into a cinema and started shooting and killing random people. We have a lot of hate in this world. People go around killing people. There has been uptake in mass shootings recently. And in mass shootings, anytime there's five or more people injured or hurt or passed away, that is what considered a mass shooting. We have seen a lot of young people who are really struggling, whatever it may be. There has been a lot of uptake and people coming out as LGBTQIA and not get accepted for that. We can pray that they find the little support they need in life from somebody who's just like them. We have people that are running our country who need prayer. We have a country divide with our Democrat, Republican, Liberal, Communist, Socialist, whatever political party you affiliate with. They all need prayer. Not everyone is into politics, but we should pray for our government leaders. We have people who are there to sort of protect us. They also need prayer. Some of them are not coming home to their families. Some of them are doing unnecessary violence. And so you have a lot of ways that you can pray for people. Different ways to pray, different people to pray for. <clears throat> Thanking the Lord for all he's done for you. That's a prayer of thanksgiving. You can wake up one and say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. That's a prayer. Let me see it that way. I have two two churches, and we have a prayer list every Sunday morning, my morning church, that we pray for. Let me pray for individuals who are struggling. My night church has a monthly calendar that we pray for individuals within the church. And you pray for them, who they are. And they may be struggling, but sometimes... We have to be there and just love who they are. We know that there's so much crazy going on in the world today that we just need that special touch. So as you think about how you can pray, whether you're praying the Lord's Prayer, which is a common prayer, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, thy will be done, earth as it is in heaven. Give us, Lord, our daily bread, and forgive our sins as we forgive. We are dead as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not temptation, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So there is a, that's one way to pray. That's a normal prayer. You can do the Acts prayer, which is adoration. 
Praising God for who he is. Confession. Asking forgiveness for our sins. Thanksgiving. Thanking him for what you have in your life. And ending with supplication, which are your own personal prayers that you return over to God. And that could be anybody. It could be... We have many ways to pray. There is no right or wrong praying. We can pray right now. In the moment. Heavenly Father, be with these listeners as they travel to and from wherever they're going. Be with the ones who are struggling right now. Be with the ones who are hurting, whether it's mental illness, whether it's a physical need, emotional need, a social need, or maybe they're struggling spiritually. Walk with them and give them the strength to know that it's okay. You are with them every step of the way. We pray for our government officials, the ones who serve and protect us. Pray for our teachers as they anticipate getting ready to go back to school the next few weeks. We pray for the ones who are starting school here in the next few weeks. We have a few that are starting little as next week. So we just pray that you be with the family and children as they go to school. Be with the ones who are sending their child to school for the first time. The ones who are starting kindergarten. Be with the ones who are finishing the last year of school, whether it's in college or middle school or high school. Walk with them with their journey. We pray for our youth of today that you just walk with them and give them the strength to know that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to have feelings. Sometimes we just need to live life normal sometimes. Sometimes we cannot live life normal. We with the listeners on all the platforms that we reach somebody reach one person that we not concentrate on the numbers this is not a numbers game we pray that you continue to walk beside each and everybody on today we pray these in your name amen remember you are strong you are brave and you are a child of god take care and have a wonderful day Broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we can walk it out. Ooh, mountains. We can walk it out and
Chit chat about another national event that has taken off with the headlines. You all may have heard of the story of Carly Russell, a 25-year-old young woman who said that she found a toddler stranded in the middle of the road. She called 911, and then moments later she disappeared. However, some people assumed that she was part of human trafficking. There has been a trend going around that if you happen to see a baby stroller or a car seat or a child by themselves alone, you are to approach them, but you are to stay in your car and call 911 just in case you yourself are victims of human sex trafficking, which is a national problem. And that is exploitation of all young people, women, and children. But there has also been some new details that have emerged out of this, saying that Carly Russell made up the story. It was turned out to be falsified, a hoax should say. <clears throat> they did the turn of investigation, could not find nothing around the whereabouts of a missing child at this time. But she mysteriously showed up after two days of national attention and showed up at her family member's house. And so everyone was pleading, was hoping to get her voice appeared outside. So people know who she is. And a lot has really 
winced about about this is that first when it went missing that she found two year old stranger car nine one but what missing moments later it got to ideas that she was home human sex trafficking and then people think that she made it up that really got it brought national attention especially on the social media platforms where people voiced their opinions there was one where her brother pleaded for her return but the story to some was a hoax it was made from the beginning when the details emerged when they did the investigation and it came out there was no such thing as a two-year-old missing and they could not find reports of that people merely flocked social media again and were telling their stories of how they feel about this it's sad when somebody wants to seek attention we don't know anything about her the people that know about her are the people that actually knew her personally Maybe she had a mental illness. Maybe she was delusional. Maybe there was something in her head telling her to say this. Maybe she was looking for national attention. Maybe a spotlight. She got the spotlight that she deserved. But how does she move on? Does the family now become the victims of the harassing, the threats of everything because they put the national out there and what she did? There's a lot of crazy happening in this world and a lot of times we often as humans jump to conclusions we see an article and we share it but there's other events that don't get national attention what made Carly Russell get that national attention but there's other events that happen such as shootings or murders child abuse or something that no one talks about they don't talk about it it's not heard of and there was a TikToker who really put the word out. And she kept saying she based this information off of facts. She took the word of what the facts were said before she knew what happened. She took the facts and she reported the facts. And she was getting the information out there, whether or not it was true or not. It was above her in her home state next city over so she was like an hour away and so she got she put the national attention out for this individual she put the national attention out she took her platform and shared the picture she came back on a few days later when the details emerged and you could tell she was irritated frustrated flabbergasted because of what has happened we don't like i said we don't know the story of carly russell what we do know is that she went missing after she called 911 to find a report, to find a report of a two-year-old toddler on the streets, but went missing before. Had she stayed there, the red flags, what could have happened? Did she do the right thing? She did at this time, without knowing the details, before the new details emerged. She did the right thing. She called 911. Because the child was abandoned. She did what she was supposed to. But the investigation switched around and said, No, there is no two-year-old. There is no toddler. But from far as I'm aware, she is still out there. She is still out there. 
the family is out there. The family is out there. Everyone is out there. And when someone gets national attention, the family is also part of the package because they put the word out there. They thought their sister went missing. But she mysteriously showed up out of the blue two days later at their family member's house. And they report her missing. But what happened from the time? Did she really get abducted? Did she set this up? Everyone has mixed feelings. That is the talk about Carly Russell. Why did she say a story that she, a toddler, was by themselves? Did she have mental illness? Was she looking for center of attention? Was she hurting? There's a lot to be said when and something big, when there is something big that happens in the news and everyone talks about social media and then details murder later that this did not happen. What happens to her family? What happens to her family? The family who made sure they put the word out there that she was missing. Her brother came on social media and pleaded with everyone to bring back her his sister. A social TikToker, famous TikToker, went on social media, her account, and she specifically said, I base my opinion on facts. And what she knew is that she called 911, a toddler was missing, Carly Russell went missing a few moments later. Details emerged later that this did not happen. And so now, this TikToker is sent guilty, maybe. Maybe she's feeling hurt. Because she put the tension out there and it backfired. And we, we don't know. When someone goes missing, we need to investigate and find out what's happening. Why is this happening? Why are people making up stories or doing ridiculous things? If this is a mental illness case, mental illness is real. It's out there. We're just so blind to see it. There's all kinds of mental illnesses, bipolar, schizophrenia, there's psychopath. There's demons out there. Those are some of the basic mental illnesses that people have. And we for we get so consumed by this that we as people forget. If you are listening in and you know of people who are suffering from any type of mental illness, make sure you check on them, make sure they're okay. Make sure they're okay. You never know when checking on somebody is going to make their day. Everyone suffers through difficulties now. now. Everyone has their own opinion on this Carly Russell case. We all have an opinion what's happened. But we, as a society, really need to figure out ways that we could support this family. Because the herself... Her family is now going to be, are probably going to have social media and the pops paparazzi on their case because of what she did. And that's it. This family did not know anything but facts. But when the details came out, I have not seen or heard anything about how the family reacted to this yet. This is a developing story. It was happened this week. And it hit national news. It's important that if you are suffering from mental illness or you know somebody that is, that you get help that you need before it's too late. 
Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Take care. Looking for ways to enjoy the last few days of summer before heading back to school? Here's something just for you. You can join the Minority Health Coalition as they kick off the Bad to School Escape. This is a family free event. For more information, you can contact them at 574 522 And this, they will have free food and for free entry and skates. And this will take place on August 10th from 5 to 9 p.m. located at the Holiday Skate Center in Elkhart, Indiana. And their address is 28736 Penrod 20 in Elkhart. Come out and support the Minority Health Coalition as they kick off a back-to-school skate. Take care and have a wonderful day. Are you somebody who is new to supplies here in Elkhart County? Here is something just for you. You can attend back to school sale at Goshen First Brethren Church on August 4th and 5th. August 4th, the event will be from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. August 5th, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. They will have kids in dark clothes for just a dollar. Also, the kids will, re- re- will receive a free backpack full of school supplies and also a Bible. And all the proceeds from this event will go to local and global missions. The free backpacks will be loaded with school supplies, and it will be one per student, and the child must be present. If you are needed school supplies, come on out and join Goshen First Brethren Church as they have a back-to-school sale with all the proceeds supporting local and global missions. Take care and have a wonderful day. Looking for ways to give back to the community or ways to be able to provide the necessity for your kids as they anticipate going back to school in the next few weeks? Here's something just for you. You can head over to Monoton Park here in Elkhart, Indiana, located at 701 Arcade Avenue on August 13th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. They will be having a community back-to-school day where they will be giving away blue bags and supplies. As well, there will be a talent show some basketball, workstations, fishing going on, free food, kids games, and a lot of family fun. If you are in need or know somebody that can benefit, please send them over to the community back to school day. Take care and have a wonderful day. Michiana. This has been a tough week for many. Another story that has hit news or will be here soon is a story of a 24-year, 24-year-old young woman who took the life of her six-month-old little girl. The problem with this story is I know this girl personally. 
you don't know what someone's going through. We don't know what happened. I do know that there's three kids all together. Some of the kids are in foster care. Probably a good place that they're in foster care. There has been some allegations based on comments that have came forward, what she has done. Sometimes we get really consumed by the world that we seek that attention. The problem with this scenario, the picture that is shown, she has a smirk on her face. She knew what she was doing. She's smiling. What do you do when someone is smiling? She's in jail now. Is she going to make it? The verdict is 90% say she's not going to make it. They find out what she did. There is a lot of illness going on in this world today. I don't know why people think it's okay to take the life of innocent children. I don't get it. I know another person who took the life of her child. She's about the same age. You got these young people, young women who are taking the lives of their children for who knows what reason. There is no need for this. There is no need for the craziness that's happening in the world today. Sometimes we just need to... Like I said, we just need to live a little. Not all people deserve children in this world. What's really come down to this is if the allegations were true, the justice system has failed the 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 six-month-old because there were two other children who were in foster care as well. The allegations that that hearsay is not cool. It's not fun. Needless to say, knowing this girl, she looked happy. She looked happy for a while. I talked to her a few days, a few weeks ago, not that long ago. She looked happy. You couldn't tell nothing was wrong. Something triggered her to take the life of a six, a sixth month old. The article said that she researched shaken baby syndrome of how to do it. Okay. The stories didn't match. And so what happened to the people that should protect her the first time? The first time this happened, the first time that it said the first time this was supposed to happen was in July, July 6th. We are now July 21st. And so that means within 10 days from the 6th to the 16th, their story has ch- changed twice. There is a lot of things wrong with this world today. When it is somebody that you personally know that has done unthinkable, your whole life changes about them. You don't know how to cope with it, how to deal with it. Our first reaction is what do we say we speechless if you know them what do you do if you know who the person is what has happened is this this girl needs help she had some some psychological issues I'm guessing I don't know her what her personal illness was 
but my I'm assuming that she did have some rest of illness. Even though I knew her, looking back, she was a nice person. She had a smile on her face. She worked to get them kids back. She was, oh, she was attending church regularly. She attended church periodically. She was asking for help. Nothing out of the ordinary until today. What was going on in her mind? You can look on the outside of somebody and you don't know what's going on. They may seem fine, but they're hurting on the inside. What made her do this? Was she also seeking attention? Was she suffering from mental illness? But from looks of it, from when I seen her last and the few times I've seen her before this, she was fine. You wouldn't think that nothing happened. You would never knew that she was struggling with something. And that's where we live in. People look fine on the outside, but they're hurting on the inside. This is an example of someone that you know. What do you do if you know the individual and they do something this dramatic by taking the life of a child? What can you do? There's not much you can do. You can't do much about it. This innocent girl, this six-month-old child is gone by negligence and negligence of the mother. This is Michiana. Even though it has circled the Michiana, word travels. Eventually, everyone's gonna know. Somebody's gonna say something, and she may not even last until her trial date. We don't know. There's other kids. She has other kids. But right now, there are two kids. Hopefully, they're in a safe environment. They're not with her. It could have been, it could have been three kids. But to physically know somebody, physically know them, but not know them personally is different. I actually knew her personally, but did not know that she was hiding this dark secret. She looked perfectly fine on the outside. You wouldn't think nothing of it. But the picture is what threw me off. The picture, when the headline came out, that Elkhart Walmart murdered her six-month-old. The picture... She had a smirk on her face. It seemed like she was happy about it. And then it got shared. People were saying she's not going to make it in jail because of what she did. Whatever is going on in these people's minds in this world today, it is not fun no more. Mental illness is a very deep secret a lot of people have. Like I said, you may look at somebody and they be perfectly fine. You have nothing, no man, you would look at them, you wouldn't even know there's something going on until it's too late. So the question is, what do you do when you know somebody who they're perfectly fine on the inside? On the outside, they look like nothing happened. But when the news comes out that they did this horrific, this this negligence, this horrific event, how do you respond to them? Do you look at them the same? Do you pray for them? How do you react? Do you react kind? Are you gonna be mad? Are you gonna be frustrated? Are you gonna do something else? Now the first reaction I could have done was, let's not, I'm like, 
So one of the first things I did, I looked up that. I read the article. I was not happy. I was irritated, frustrated. Beyond that, I sent the article to my husband. This person went to our church. The next thing I did, I sent the article to the pastor of our church. We just got done talking about her. It was looking good for her. She was looking good. She was she needed help with stuff and she got to help what she wanted. But in the reality, she was hurting on the inside. How do we react? If you are a Jesus follower, how do you react when someone you know personally who attended your church they look perfectly fine on the outside. You wouldn't think nothing of it until the event occurs. So there is a lot to think about as we figure out what the next steps are. How would you, as a person, react to something so horrific if you knew the individual? How did, what do you respond? How do you respond? The next thing I did is I went and told another friend about what was happening. And I told that individual, instead of reacting, I would do other things. I started doing other things. Cleaning the house, watching TV, cooking dinner, playing my game, doing everything else to figure out what's the best way to approach this. What happens if this individual gets out of jail and she wants to help? And she seeks help and she wants people's help. What do you do knowing she did this horrific event? There's a lot of frustration going on. So as we're, you hear these difficult stories, especially today, hearing that story, how do you react? Our natural reaction is to slam that person, shut them out completely. That is our first reaction. But if we are just followers, how do we react Something horrific has happened to someone that we know. Take care. Here is a word of encouragement from Friday Joy called Take a Moment. Today, take a moment and simply pause. And in that pause, take a deep breath. And in that breath, let yourself be grateful for this moment, this space and time that you are given. Maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it's challenging. Maybe it's wonderful. Maybe it's unknown. Maybe it's scary. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's change. Maybe it's a routine. Whatever your maybe is, you are given a gift, and that is now. Dare to see the good, to be grateful. And in that breath, breathe out the stress. Breathe in gratitude, courage, and hope. Today matters. You can do it. Breathe. Take care. Looking for some words of encouragement today? Here's something just for you. This is coming from Finding Joy titled Everyone. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something they carry. Everyone has good days. Everyone has bad days. Everyone has normal days. Everyone who wonders what to do. Everyone has dreams. Everyone needs friends. Everyone has moments of lonely. Everyone has a story. Be kind. 
add that to their story. And these are original words by original Marie Martin. And you can find more of her at FindingJoy.net or you can join and follow her Facebook page at SignNameJoy. Take care and have a wonderful day. Let us remember the life of Tony Bennett, who passed away on today, Friday, July 21st, at the age of 96. All the world is a jumble, and the raindrops tumble all around. Heaven opens a magic way, and all the clouds darken up the skyway. There's a rainbow highway to be found Leading from your window pane To a place behind the sun Just a step beyond the Beware 
little cable cars. Climb halfway to the stars. often use many words to say a simple thing. It takes thought and time to make a poem sing. With music and words I've been playing for you. Song. And let me 
United International Ministry invites you to a day of family and friends day where you will be able to have faith, food, and fun. And this event will kick off at 8.30 with an intercessory prayer, 11.30 church service. They will provide breakfast and lunch. And this will take place at the Pimeran Pavilion located here in Elkhart, Indiana, 119 West Wolf Avenue. That is once again, 119 West Wolf Avenue, and that will take place on Saturday, August 19th. Come out and support Family and Friends Day and see what the Hope Ignited International Ministry has to offer. Take care and have a wonderful day. Plymouth, Indiana. Are you looking for something fun to do? Here's something just for you. You can head over and attend the Stronger Together event that will take place on August 12th from noon to 3 p.m. And it will take place at River Park Square located at 112 Water Street. And they will have a cornhole tournament, some food trucks, free ice cream, face painting, and a splash pad for the kids to enjoy. Make sure you head over to Plymouth, Indiana and check out the fun and exciting events happening on Plymouth, Indiana. Take care and have a wonderful day. Elkhart County, are you looking for something fun to do? Here's something just for you. You can attend the Elkhart County Fair, taking place at the Elkhart County Fairgrounds in Gosha, Indiana, and that will take place on July 21st through July 29th. Hope you get a chance to check out Elkhart County and what all they have to offer. Be sure to check out their free admission on Sunday, July 23rd. Where you can get in free and enjoy a Christian concert in the evening. Take care and have a wonderful day. Are you somebody that's into racing? Here's the event just for you. You can head over to Elkhart for the annual Elkhart Grand Prix. And that event will take place on August 4th and 5th. The start time for the event on August 4th will be at 1 p.m. And August 5th, it will start at 8 a.m. <coughs> Come on downtown and support your local mayors as they travel in to support their city they represent. They have come as far as Huntington, Indiana. They come all over Indiana to this event. You can join in the Cornhole Tournament, which starts at 10 a.m. on the 5th. They have events for the kids. They have so much down there. 
is a fun event. Come out and support your local racers who travel far beyond your local mayors who come out and have a good old time. This is a fun event for the whole family. Take care and have a wonderful day.
come on out and join the National Night Out Against Crime in New Carl, Indiana. New Carl Isles, Indiana. That will take place on August 1st from 5.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. in Memorial Park, located at 300 West Michigan Street in New Carl, Isles. This is a national event that is put on on the first Tuesday in August across. Come out and support your local police department, fire departments, just a way to end the summer at school is fast approaching. Take care and have a wonderful day. South Bend Community, here's something just for you. You can head over to the South Bend National Night Out supporting your South Bend Police Department. And that will take place on Tuesday, August 1st from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And that will take place at 701 West Sample Street in South Bend, Indiana. Be sure to support your local police department on National Night Out on Tuesday, August 1st. Come out and support your local PD police departments. This is a national event that will take place across Michiana at different times. This first one is for Elkhart. Join the Elkhart Police Department as they kick off National Night Out Against Crime. And this will take place on August 1st from 5 to 7 p.m. in Central Park. And this is a free event. There will be food, games, activities, and more. If you're looking for something fun to do, support your local police department. Take care.
And this will wrap up Michiana 101. Hope you found this encouragement. Some of the stories talked about on here were difficult as they involved young people. A national news story and a local story involving a young lady that I know and what she did to her child. Sometimes we need to think before we react to situations on how we can better handle them. There are times where we want to react. First thing we want to do is yell and scream. Maybe you want to disown an individual, but what do you do if they really struggle? Both stories probably involve some type of mental illness that we're unaware of. If you yourself are struggling with mental illness, or you know somebody that's struggling with mental illness, check on them. Make sure they're okay. Find ways to support them. If you yourself are struggling with mental illness, if you are thinking about doing unthinkable, reach out to somebody. Get help that you need before it's too late. We don't need you or anybody else to be another statistic in this world today. There is mental illness out there. It is often put back on the forefront. Anyone can use mental illness as a plea and get away with it and do it all over again. It's important that if you yourself are struggling with mental illness, pick up the hotline 988 and call them. I believe it's 988 for suicide prevention. Reach out to your friend or church, someone you trust. Find ways to cope the best way you can. Mental illness is real. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to take a break and tell people no once in a while. We all struggle. We all go through struggles of all sorts, whether that's a physical need, emotional need, a psychological need, a mental need, emotional need, a spiritual need, whatever that need is, we all struggle with something. Some of us are stronger than others. But what is sad is when young people are doing unthinkable at young ages just for that national attention. Anything that happens anymore, people gotta do is say, oh, they have mental illness, just investigation. Anything can be viewed as mental illness these days, how society works. But in reality, I hope you find ways to have fun, enjoy yourself. If you are somebody that needs help, get the help that you need. Be on the lookout for all the free back to school events that are happening in and around your local area or wherever you are listening in at. I'm pretty sure that every state has free back to school events going on to get the kids prepared for school as school is coming up right around the corner it's not long before we start school most schools in this area start between august 10th and august 21st elkhart goes back to 17th some go back to 16th some maybe go back to first of august depending what type of school it is but if you are somebody that needs help with school supplies be sure to pay attention to some of these free school events that are happening. Some of the after-school parties that are going on to get the kids geared ready for school. Take care and enjoy the rest of your night.